Hey, hey, we got another awesome episode of Still Token with you this week. We are talking with Emerald Farm Tours. We're chatting with Victor Pinho and Evan Neeson to get an insider's look at California's most prestigious cannabis farms, manufacturing facilities, dispensaries, and consumption lounges. It's an awesome chat coming at you right now. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. You have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Ephes for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. And here we are. We are now live on... Uh... <laughs> Wait a minute. You came in with five I know, I know, I know. I, I, I was going to congratulate you for not fucking up the intro. Right, you, you know... Uh... Okay, so we're live, still token with, uh, and, uh, you know, that uh, ad is uh, Deadly Grounds Coffee. They're a sponsor of the network here. Absolutely love them. It's what I'm drinking right now. My wife got me several bags of uh, coffee for Christmas. Absolutely love it. I'm drinking uh, chocolate cinnamon tonight, which is amazing. Information's in the show notes. Get deadly.com. They, uh, they definitely help out the network here. And uh, with us today, we have Benjamin. How's it going, my friend? It's going well, seeing how you already had me on the screen. So yeah, well. <laughs> I hit the button, but it didn't it's catch. Okay, it's okay. No, 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 no. Will I... you stop picking on Leo? <laughs> hey, come on! Somebody's got to fucking pick, dude. This is the season finale. Come on, we got to fuck with Leo. Oh right? yeah, it is right, right. We've been uh... doing this shit for a year. Can you believe that? Wait, end what? Of season one. This is the end of season one. End of season one. We've been doing this yeah. for a year. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. time flies when you're having fun, Leo. We're practically <laughs> fucking married now, Leo. Watch out. <laughs> uh, we, I, I won't say what it is, but did you uh, rewatch that thing I sent you a couple times to catch the digs in there? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Jeffrey. How's everybody doing out there? Hope everybody's having a good night. It's uh, almost the end of 2020. The end Yay. of what? 2020. What? Right. Yeah. Everybody wants to forget about that. Yeah, yeah. I you especially, I, I really want to forget about it now because the Bruins just traded uh, Zdeno Chara, so I'm really fucking not happy with 2020. So that's my sports for the night. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Jeffrey, would you like to introduce our awesome guests? Uh, sure. We have a uh, couple of fellows who hail from uh, California, uh, Emerald Farm Tours. Um, we have Victor. How Hello. you doing, Victor? Good, guys. I'm doing well. A little high, obviously. You started off a little start poking with Victor. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, well, you know... <laughs> You, you want to introduce your uh, your partner in crime down there? Yeah, so Evan. Uh, Evan Nissen is my business partner, and he's not in California. He's in oh, he's the, not? Uh, oh, no, he's, no, he's in the great state of, uh, what is New Jersey, right? The armpit yeah. of America. Great state. Kiss it where it stinks. What was that? I said kiss it where it stinks. Yep, for sure. Huh? At least we legalized. I mean, technically, you know, we have a constitutional amendment taking effect January huh? 1st. So. so you'll be able to come down and see us next month. Well, two yep. months, February. I was saying that. Yeah. 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 Backstage. But see, you weren't behind the stage with us when we were talking about that. No, I like to listen to you as little as possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is going great, guys. Going great. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, you, you know, I, not that to... was just in case you missed it the first time. Right. Uh, not to dig on Jersey or anything, but anybody that's not familiar with the area, when you drive through Jersey, it definitely has an odor when you hit it, and it definitely uh, definitely hits you hard. It's a little bit yeah, like garbage, garbage, yeah, garbage and burning plastic all the way through the Holland Tunnel. Oh, yeah. 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 But it's all good. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's all, I don't know if it's all good, but it's, it's, good. it's good enough. <laughs> oh, come on now. It's a, it's a wonderful little state. Yeah, but California's better. We're out here doing tours, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's called New Jersey. I'm just wondering where Jersey is. How do we have a new one? Question. Probably Where's somewhere in Europe. My guess is probably in Europe, right? Before the revolution is my Leo, guess. Leo, any fucking clue what they're talking about? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But all right, I'm just curious. I mean, I thought we were here to talk about Emerald Farm well, tours, yeah, yeah. You know, cannabis <laughs> industry, and things like that. I but even I guess it back a little bit this week. I'm only 25 milligram edible. Oh, should I change my backdrop to like something that stinks instead of cannabis? I mean, I can do that. I don't well, mind. So, um, <laughs> you, guys, you guys do something that uh, I've never actually heard about before. You you do tours. For cannabis, is that correct? That is correct. Well, okay. the idea, yeah, okay. So the idea of cannabis tourism is actually not new to what we've been doing. I mean, uh, there there were companies in Colorado doing you know cannabis tourism, but it looked a little looked a little different, felt a little different. Um, what we put together a few years back was just the first of its kind, um, you know, tour of what it would be like to go through the verticals of the industry. Um, we went through, we would take you to a grow, uh, you know, take you to a grow, take you through a manufacturing facility where they manufacture oils and extracts. And then you'd finish at a retail location with, you know, tours and discounts and of the retail facility and everything would just get wrapped up in about four hours. And, uh, it big, our pop, most popular seller was our seed to sale tour. Um, the other tour we do, um, uh, is definitely a popular one is the San Francisco walking tour. It's like a concierge type service for people uh, where we take you around the city walking uh, from basically dispensary to dispensary. And um, we end up um, going to about two or three dispensaries. If you can make it, if you can make it to the third one, because all of them in San Francisco are um, all the dispensaries in San Francisco for the most part nowadays have a, a lounge permit. So you can sit and consume in the facility um, in a smoking lounge or some of them are just right in the shop itself. So it's a pretty cool environment. And, uh, you know, the, the tourists get a real big kick out of it. But, um, but what we do is actually arrange for great discounts on those stops. And we teach you the history and give you a little bit of the background of what's kind of going on, you know, um, what's going on in the, uh, in, in the local cannabis scene. Uh, we tell you a little bit about how it got started, 215 to 64. If, 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 if no one knows what that really means, it's Proposition 215 was the, pre, the pre-times before legalized adult use, uh, where for about 30-some years you've had medical cannabis in California, legal to some degree, you know, throughout the state. Um, and so about, uh, you know, when Proposition 64 passed, all the regulations came into effect. And that's exactly when we launched our business. We said, this is the next big thing and people need handholding through this process and we're going to do this for them. Wow. Now we'll go to Massachusetts for Robert. Right. Massachusetts right. Fox, Fox, oh. Yeah, Mass needs to catch up. Yeah. That's I mean, this is an opportunity. I, you know, not, you know I'm, I'm an open source kind of guy and I'll tell you right now, this is 
the, the kind of company we've created here is viable in every legal state. I mean, you could do something like this in a location that's tourist friendly. And, you know, if there's a dispensary or two nearby, you can create an experience that's, you know, locally grown and, you know, speaks to the local culture and speaks to the local cannabis scene. Because I always tell people when I talk in front of panels and in front of groups of people about tourism, cannabis tourism in particular, it's like, you know, you can, every state, all 50 states, every town, every country um, has their own, you know, prohibition story, has their own story of legal or illegal cannabis. So, you know, you could tell that story and build a really good product around it and sell some weed for the for your product partners. Actually, that's awesome. Now, you go, um, uh, you do tours like through fields and stuff, right? So we do those, we do that sort of thing as well. So we do, so we do the indoor grow tours um, in the fall. Um, after September, after Labor Day, we start dabbling in uh, grow tours up into Humboldt and Mendocino County, north of the city for about two, three hours. And uh, what we do up there is pretty outstanding. Last year, we did a for this is actually one of my uh, happiest moments in the company was having pulled off um, uh, pulled off uh, an overnight all expenses included all you know all inclusive overnight weed tour um into mendocino county and we had about 14 guests on this tour from all around the world and people uh you know uh this was actually co co headlined by the county of mendocino uh you know tourism board and we had partners throughout the county uh grows facilities that manufacture um all kind of get together we had an, uh, an infused meal when we arrived up in mendocino um, everybody got super lit and it was great. You had weed the whole time everywhere we went on farms. You're puffing, you're puffing outdoors in beautiful fall in Mendocino. It's, you, there's nothing more beautiful than waking up and just smelling weed in the air. So is it is it kind of like a, a hayride in the cornfield? Kind of like that, but more a uh, hayride in the weed field. <laughs> yeah, okay. And you can smoke and there's the a lot of different tours. Yeah, All the tours can... are different. You know, like some are definitely geared towards consumers who just want to get high. And then some are geared towards people who want to learn sort of every aspect of the industry. Right. Oh, yeah. Some of my, my biggest customers are suits, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the suits. The people in the co corporate interests, they come in hard and they just buy out the bus. Well, cool. nice. Send them our way, man. We need somebody to buy out some of our shit. I know, right? <laughs> uh, H. K one eight one eight one A. You need a you need a more the Freedom Trail in Boston. Yep. Yeah, we have a shitload of people watching on all the other platforms tonight too. On we got them on Twitch, uh, YouTube. Uh, they're on Facebook. But yeah, we have questions coming in. I yeah. seen that one. Go ahead, throw it up. Yeah, there. Uh, Brandon. Oh, oh, what's the funniest? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right, funniest thing that's happened on a tour. I mean, there's a couple of them. Um, I, I I would say, oh man. Um, Okay, so somebody bought a tour, a California native bought a tour uh, and bought out the entire tour. And uh, I guess it was for a family member's birthday, but the family member was, uh, I guess they were like Mormon or something. And, uh, or they were from, they were from out of state, but they were totally Mormon and they had no idea they were on a weed tour. So there's like 10 people in my van. And, uh, and so like, we just start lighting, passing joints and blunts around and, and I was, and, 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 and these, this whole family just freezes horrified. We're like halfway through the tour. There's like, you just got to leave us off here. We didn't know. We didn't know what it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so That's I was like, awesome. you sure you just want to like be left off here. And they're just like, yep, just right here. So we just dumped off 10 Mormons on a corner in San Francisco. And, uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I, you know, I'm a, and I think it's fucking hilarious. I was, I, dude, you want to leave? It's on you, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> and of course, people fall asleep and get way too high and just do dumb things. But, um, but you know, no. you manage that. You manage that. That's the part yeah. of the fun. You got to have a right. lot of patience. Right, right. <laughs> nice, nice. So, um, uh, I have to ask this question because I'm sure that business has been affected over the last year for you guys. No, you don't say. You know what I mean? Um, so, have you have you been able to like restructure, maybe add new things, new ideas that you want to try that you're going to try and implement? Well, you know, we did we did think about it. So, you know what? We went real hard at the beginning and we did very well at the at you know, the past three years leading up to covid were outstanding years of growth for us. Um, and you know what? 
I think, uh, I, very candidly speaking, I think this 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 break that we've been forced into by the municipality. You know, we work in San Francisco. We work in these counties. They're not letting us operate, no matter how we'd want to. There's just nothing we could do with people in tow. So uh, we we've tried to just keep you know the lights on with being you know, uh, you know, being ourselves on, on social media and talking through to our customer base and keeping the customers alive um, and the customer base happy because I do get calls. I mean, unfortunately, I have to I do get calls all the time into the 800 number. It's still, you know, active. It rings to the phones and, you know, we get calls daily almost. And they're, you know, you guys doing tours and I'm like, I'm sorry, we're not, but we will come back online real soon. But yeah, it's been it's been difficult to uh, have to throw back all this business because, you know, people are, you know, they're in town. They're actually a lot of folks are locals. Uh, we, we saw a lot of local business uh, in our first couple of years. A lot of that being, you know, you live in San Francisco, your mom and dad's coming in from, you know, New York or New Jersey, and you just take every, the whole family on a weed tour. And it's it's fantastic. And everybody has a great time. Now, uh, have you thought about doing maybe like a virtual weed tour, you know, maybe working with uh, some of the companies that you normally visit? You read my mind, Leo. Yeah. No, we've, we've totally thought about that. And we're actually considering that, uh, you know, as a more of a, a con- you know, not as an immediate fix to not having a revenue stream, but more as a uh, more as a, just an ongoing an ongoing product. People like that. Not everybody wants to sit on a bus uh, and, and, and take a tour. They want to self self-serve their way up the cannabis trail all the way to Humboldt. And that's what we're going to be there to provide. Yeah. Yeah. I think nice. kind of what we found is we thought about all these things and they would work a little bit, but we would spend a lot of time on it. And ultimately, you know, the pandemic should be over in six months or so, hopefully. Um, so we're kind of just like keeping our name out there making sure that we're still talking to our customers, engaging all the people who will be uh, taking tours as soon as we're allowed to uh, accept them. Uh, ben Graham for you wants to know, what are you smoking now? Right now? Well, I'm smoking some full, full term outdoor watermelon, uh, watermelon Kush. We're growing right over the hill back here, whatever that means, but it's grown right over back <laughs> behind me here. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's some fire watermelon Kush. It's, it, but again, I like the full term. I find that the full term uh, sun grown flowers, even beyond the stuff that's grown in a hoop house or a greenhouse with like slight supplement, uh, you know, sup- supplemented light or light depths, um, all of that sort of thing. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a different kind of product. But when you smoke a nice hearty bud that's been grown for, you know, eight, nine months, the smoke is just like ugh, nice and heavy, nice and thick. It feels fills your lungs in a different way. Yeah, it I'm a dork. <laughs> but we're all dorks, actually. We most of us just don't know it. Leo right. is. Yeah, everybody's a dork in their own way. That's yeah. right. That's why we're on the dorkening. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's the dorkening, not the doinkening. Yeah. Or the, or, or so, the, or the porkening. Obviously, <laughs> or Evan, porkening. Um, if you live in Jersey, you're not actually like driving the bus or the, the hay wagon, right? Correct. Right. I'm helping with uh, SEO, right. marketing. I also have a PR firm. Um, so we help with things like that. Um, and I'm also on, I'm an advocate as well. I'm on the board of uh, normal, the national organization for the foreign marijuana laws and uh, students for sensible drug policy. So I still know people out there and I'm able to like help connect tours and, um, you know, I got some dispensary friends and clients and things like that. So, um, I do whatever I can from out here when I'm out there. Uh, it's fun. And I take the tours and hang out <laughs> and help. Yeah. It's it's kind of important. I mean, Evans Evans' role in all this has been uh, from a distance, but his from a distance is invaluable, of course. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, you that's know, why I asked the question. I think yeah, that's what you were doing. No, I mean, look, Evan and I have a long history of being activist colleagues. We are both students for sensible drug policy. Uh, he from Ithaca, my me from the University of Maryland College Park. Go Terps! Go Terps! Um, anyway, um, so anyway, Evan and I definitely spent a lot of time working together. Uh, I mean, Evan had worked in California when he helped push proposition 19 the first time through, uh, before it was legalized. So Evan was working in California. I then moved out to California subsequently, uh, worked on 64. So we've been in the same line of work as activist colleagues for a long time and as friends. 
And one day we, you know, we're up late at night just chatting away. And, you know, we had this idea. Uh, I actually, believe it or not, you know, this this comes back to the story of the of the company, right? Story of the company, actually, the origin story. Uh, if you guys know a, a, a writer named Dave Beanstock, uh, he was formerly at High Times, writes for a lot of different um publications leafly is written for a lot of different things dave also does the abdullah uh evan t- t- tell 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 these guys a little bit about dave for real yeah quick. come on evan tell us uh he he uh he was a producer i think is the title but i'm not sure for vice um and he worked uh with abdul saeed who's like a big influencer um and now i think they have a some show together where they talk about like cannabis history yeah yeah so anyway that's why we keep them around you know yeah um thank you for the interlude uh but anyway uh so dave and i dave had requested that i help him meet him up in M- mendocino and uh help him get on some farms and do some some on-site interviews because he wanted to talk about uh you know cannabis tourism as a thing this was right before uh legalization kind of took hold on January 1st of that year, 2018. Um, so we're, we're heading back uh, from Mendo and he's just, we're just talking in the car and he goes, uh, have you ever considered like taking people onto farms the way you just did me, just making the connection? And, and t- I mean, you're really good at this. And I was like, challenge accepted. I remember where I was on, on the US 101 heading down from Mendocino County when that was proposed that I immediately went home that night and immediately locked in the dot-com and started like putting this idea together, you know, it was December. And, uh, and then, you know, sometime, I guess it was right after the new year, Evan, we were talking after, you know, the beginning of the year and legalization just hit and a big fanfare about that. And I told you about the idea and I think the, the, the story will go, uh, that we we did a, a quick pro form and the bottom line looked good and he was like let's do this together and uh, and we ended up uh, rocking and rolling from there and it's just been the two of us you know with help from additional folks in and out of the the story uh, but you know the two of us have been rocking and rolling on this ever since. Wow, that's awesome! Took an idea and just ran with it. And it was a great yeah. idea too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you. At the good time, I think. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully it was a it was a good time. But I mean, that's our only hope, basically, is get in before everyone else. Yeah, and you know, we've definitely made a name for ourselves here in Northern California. There's a lot of people that look to us for advice, inspiration, support. We help our competitors out. We're not jerks, you know. We know we need, we need to build this together. So, what's the only way it's going to get done? Totally, totally. It's been the it's been the mantra of what we do is like all you know. We, all the you know the the rising tide you know lifts all boats so we do that even in our in the way we run tours you know with the models that we have uh, with the people that we work with you know we we don't work with shitty people working with shitty people brings shitty vibes and we're not good we're not down with that mm-hmm. yeah wow i like his mentality because he's like he thinks just like we do we know you're awfully quiet tonight uh, no, I've been, you know, it's when the when the uh, conversation's going organic, you don't want to mess it up. Uh, but we have been having some awesome comments. Uh, Cornspace says, uh, I have a great idea. Rent out product systems. Uh, what would the customer wants to do, i.e. grow weed, rent a kit, make uh, shatter, rent a kit, etc. Uh, and uh, Ben Graham for you wants to know, will there be psychedelic tours in the future? Yes, one hundred and fifty percent. Yes. Um, okay, so we've actually toyed with this idea, and again, all of this got stifled by, uh, by you know, February, March of this year, just being everything just going to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we we definitely were getting ready to do into the into the fall months this year mycological walks and tours through. I mean, there's parts of Golden Gate Park that if you know the right guy, he'll bring you to the right mound of wood chips where there's just millions of mushrooms growing. So that's that's the kind of experience, you know, real authentic, you know, homegrown experience we want to bring to our guests. And you know, it's legal in in Oakland. It's completely legal. You want to chop down some mushrooms? Be my guest. 
And it seems like that's the next step of normalcy as well, because, you know, before, you know, it took uh, for a while for weed to get, you know, into the normal system. Uh, and now, like some of the podcasts I listen to, like a tech podcast, they're talking about microdosing, microdosing. <laughs> yes. uh, so it's entering the, the public stream. So uh, obviously it's the next 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 step to well, go. Yeah, well, I cannot talk here for that, a second. Yeah, that's because there's a whole ton of people out there trying to push it out there to mainstream. It's happening though. Like in New Jersey, we were talking about cannabis legalization, and then the Senate just voted to decriminalize mushrooms without even like talking to the advocates beforehand or anything like that. And right. they had to vote for it, like overwhelmingly, um, which I would have not bet at all if you asked me, you know, a day prior to that. Right, right. Now, Jersey's legal medicinally or recreationally? Um, we just passed a recreational initiative okay, that so is going okay. to take effect soon. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's even better. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> now I really don't, now I really don't mind going down to Jersey. You got to stop and congratulate those guys too, because I mean, look, the, right. the fight in New Jersey, I mean, it has been when I, when I left New Jersey about 10 years ago, I had already been fighting that fight for six or seven years. So like this fight in New Jersey, that is still not quite over and sealed and, de and done. Um, but they're so close. They can taste it. Um, you know, this fight in New Jersey has been long and, and it's been arduous. And I think um, I, I congratulate guys like Evan. I congratulate everyone. And especially, you know, people don't think about this, but the legislators and some of them have, you know, have mistaken missteps here and there, but at the end of the day, you know, they've been they've been pushing for this on behalf of the people. And then and, and here we are. And it took, you know, you say what you want to say about New Jersey politics, but uh, I'm happy this is happening. And I and I think it's long past long past the their, their time to have legal weed. This is ridiculous. I got locked up in Jersey one time and it was, it was awful. <laughs> it was it was. Oh, you know, yeah, this was a great one. Oh, no, you don't see me getting locked up in Jersey. OK. Yeah. Let me tell you a little story. It was awful. It was awful. No, but the part that made it really awful was that, um, you know, I was a white kid from the suburbs. Like, that shit sucked for me, but I had the money to get out of it. What really sucks <laughs> is when you don't, when you're a disenfranchised kid from the inner city, from even just like a broke blue collar town, and some asshole cop decides to run your life over with a bunch of, you know, misdemeanors, felonies, whatever. And then you're disenfranchised from college, federal financial aid, a job, whatever. That shit's the shit that really, really sucks. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate enough to just do the song and the dance, go to court, pay their stupid fucking fines. And I'm, I was clear after a year, um, you know, of probation, but like it, it just, it, and even in that, it even matters where you live. I lived in Jersey city. Okay. When, uh, when I got arrested, I got arrested in another County. I got arrested in, in union County. So when I got arrested in Union County, um, they sent my case to probation in Jersey City. Well, when this guy dressed in a suit shows up in probation in Jersey City, they were like, sir, sir, the attorneys check in over there. They check in over there. And I'm like, I, I'm here for, pro for probation. I'm I, like, I got caught with weed. Yeah, <laughs> I got caught with weed. And I literally checked in with the guy. He was, he got me, he was like, let me get you in and out of here real quick. I was like, Okay, so he's like sits me down in Jersey City, uh, probation. He's like, "All right, uh, come back in a year. No, don't get yourself in trouble. I don't want to hear about anything going down. No tickets, no nothing. I'll see you in a year." Puts my shit on the shelf. I come back a year later. It's checked off. I'm done, free and clear. Um, I don't think it goes the same way for everybody in the room behind me. No, you know, very honestly, you know. And that's that's the bullshit of all this. Right. I came out of it on top because I had the money to pay their fucking song and dance to play their fucking song and dance and and get out of it. But at the end of the day, not everybody can do that. Right. Uh, the American. And that's, and that's what we, why we fight for normal with normal with SSDP with students for sensible drug policy. These are the reasons we do these things. Right. It's because these little injustices turn us on the way I'm all lit up right now about it. You know. Right. Uh, the American yeah. one is asking which farm cultivates the bestest of the best cannabis in Cali. Are you guys familiar with Sticky Fields? Yes, I do know Sticky Fields. Um, right now, I'm gonna say 
I I have a I, I don't like to make definitive picks. I don't think that's that's fair because I definitely don't I haven't smoked everything really. Um, so I can't make a definitive pick. But the best flowers I've been smoking on right now, um, Cannabiotics uh, makes a fantastic Kush Mountains. It's very, very cushy. It's very delicious. I also had their cereal milk. Uh, and, uh, and um, you know, not to sound like, uh, um, not to sound like too much of a, of a local lover of local things, I got to shout um, a couple different brands. Uh, Congo Club for their, um, Congo Club is an equity brand run by, run by Amber Center. Got to shout Amber out. Um, Amber really is a champion and a hero in the local equity scene, uh, making things happen for people of color, for disenfranchised, for those of the records, uh, making making kind of being a voice for all that, uh, you know, that all those folks. Um, and Amber grows uh, a very special cut of red Congolese. And now this is a very special cut because I, I believe the story goes there's only a couple cuts that escaped the hands of Harborsides. Uh, so Harborside Health Center, Steve D'Angelo, you guys all know uh, about him. You know, he's a weed legend in his own in his own right. Um, uh, Steve D'Angelo, you know, in that shop used to sell these very expensive eighths of sixty five dollars an eighth back in the day. Uh, this red Congolese in a very special glass jar and everything. This cut is now in Amber's hands, and I think it's 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 nice. top notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Cisco Cannabiotics and Congo Club right now. Local love, and then the California State love is the cannabiotics. Uh, Janine uh, or Jane, the compassionate bud tender, says Swami Select. Also, the American one says, "I bet Swami has some awesome material." I never tried his though. And uh, several questions came in. And uh, I'll run all these at you and answer them at your own will. Uh, ben Graham, for Be you. Before we run all these questions, why don't we run the commercial? Oh, it's that time already? It's past that time. Yeah, run your, run your <laughs> break. Tonight's dude. flying by. Run your break, and then we'll come back and kill, kill, kill it for the rest of the show. How long is the break? Do I have time to... Uh, you have time to pee. Don't worry. Go ahead. Go tinkle. Yeah. Go ahead. You're good. It, it, just mute your mic, and it's, we just don't want to hear it. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll gonna take it there and i'll be right back okay <laughs> uh well i want to thank everybody for watching so far we got a bunch more show coming at you and uh, i just wanted to uh say thank you to our awesome sponsor deadly grounds coffee uh it's what i'm drinking tonight is what's keeping me awake because i'm working on just a couple hours sleep that's why my mind's a mess right now uh but i want to thank you all for dealing with me and uh, Deadly Grounds Coffee, they make the best coffee I've ever had. They're a little roaster right here in Connecticut, small mom and pop shop, and we love supporting, you know, indie businesses, indie artists. And uh, if I can find the right button here, here's going to be a zombie talking about coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. And head on over to getdeadly.com to get your coffee. Uh, Death by Chocolate is my absolute favorite. Death uh, uh, Chocolate uh, Raspberry is another good one. The Witch's Brew, but tons of flavors to choose from. And also regular flavors or non-flavored. Uh, for you regular coffee drinkers, and uh, Ben, we we uh, you wanted me to play something. What is it? Well, as as we said at the beginning of the show, this is the season finale uh, tonight. We're heading into season two next week. Uh, we're already booked halfway into February with a lot of great shows. Uh, if you're just tuning in for the first time, all our shows are different. They're not always cannabis. Um, we do a lot of cannabis shows, but we have entrepreneurs coming on we have 501c's that deal with um benefiting cancer patients for schools we have growers coming on we have famous musicians coming on uh we even have a um world famous cave diver coming on so leo i asked leo to do a little something for us in in light of season two so we're going to give you a little tease of uh what's to come there we go
choosing to ignore the cuts and bumps and bruises. I'm cruising through these haters, leave them looking stupid. They foolish. If they think they'll ever hear my conclusion, I'm through with all these my dramas and their excuses. I'm bruising evils after right every time I do this. I'm shooting for the top, no, I'll never settle with you. In my hands, my grip will never lose it. My crew is ready to obtain the absolution. I'm moving, and you thought that we were several fooling. Oh, corn space. No, that was just the tease. That was just that was only a minute and twenty of the opener, man. The opener's what four minutes long. Oh, I, a lot of shit going actually, on. That was great. Wait, I, wait, wait. I need I need to make more. What? Oh no, you're just gonna add that to the actual show opener. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, that I, was awesome. I, oh, 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 you mean the uh um okay yeah, I got you I got gotcha. your little bloop 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 beep 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 fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean if you want to change that, that's on you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the the yeah, follow us to the new revolution, right? Yeah, uh what what was that, uh Jeff? Thanks for all the dinner digs. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it was dinner digs and in my edibles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. Review with the steampunk glasses, though. That's fucking classic. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we were high. We were we were all on vacation with our families down in Daytona a couple years ago, and we went into a steampunk place, and I literally had Jeff trying on I don't know thirty different fucking steampunk glasses. It was cool. It was a good time. So um, anyway, we have some questions for these gentlemen, don't we? Uh, we we do. I I gotta go back up. I'm a cool. Bit. I'm cool. I'm cool. Just listening to these inside jokes I know nothing about. <laughs> uh, okay, so I apologize if I miss some of them. I'm gonna try to get these. I'll throw a bunch of them at you and answer them. Uh, you know, willy nilly. Uh, has Evan ever talked to Oprah about mushrooms yet? Uh, and Ben Graham wants uh, to know what are runs. And uh, Corn Space wants to know, in your opinion, what is the best skunk? Oh, okay. Those are a lot of questions. Evan, you want to go with the first one and I'll take the other two or something? What was the question? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's something about Oprah eating a bunch of acid or something. Have you talked to Oprah about okay. mushrooms? <laughs> I have not talked to Oprah about mushrooms. I'm. I don't know if this person like read my bio. I worked with Whoopi Goldberg, so maybe they're confusing the two. But I and I so maybe um, I definitely haven't spoken to Oprah about mushrooms. I've probably talked to Whoopi Goldberg about mushrooms, but nothing about like the industry or anything. Just like okay, talk to, <laughs> talk talk to Whoopi. Uh, we have open spots in February. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you just, just got to throw that shit out there like that. <laughs> no, I got to tell you a little something about Evan. Evan's Evan's a sweetheart, but he'll break your heart like that. Like that. Oh, so he's like he, Leo. Yeah, he'll break like the heart over here. Yeah, yeah, he's a heartbreaker. So, well, I can't okay, second wrong. question: What about the runts? I will refer the runts question to at the Jimmy Divine on Instagram. Please ask him any questions you may have about runts. I don't I don't address questions about runts. They're too uh, polarizing and political. Um, next question. Uh, if you had to name a Jersey themed strain, what would it be called? Oh, no, we missed one. What was the one before? It was a, it was uh, a threefer. Runts. Uh, let's see. Skunk. Uh, best skunk. Yeah. All right. For the best skunk, check out authenticgenetics.com. That fool is making a lot of good skunks. Skunk number one, Mel Frank skunk. Um, check him out. Authentic genetics all day. He's this is the guy you want for skunks. There's an insider's tip for you. And a follow up on the runts. I should ask: Is runts gelato or is gelato runts? I'll refer that to the Jimmy Divine as well, please. That's too polarizing for me right now. Uh, we go on for an hour just on that. So, in case you want to find out more about where to find these people that Victor's speaking about, they're in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're listening or talking or, or hearing us from today. I got you, Leo. Don't worry. Oh, much appreciated. 
And by the way, this guy I talk, I'm talking about, Jimmy, he's from he's from Massachusetts. He's, he's like he's from your places. Your places, right? Uh, I'm not from Massachusetts. You're from Massachusetts. You're so still from East Coast originally. Maybe a little bit. I, hey. I'm pretty soon, I'll be, pretty soon, I would have. I will be live. I will have lived in California as long as I have lived in the East Coast. Fair enough. Thank you, Jane, for throwing the authentic genetics down below. She knows what's up. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right, so what was the other question? I heard one, something about a strain in Jersey. A strain about Jersey? Uh, if you had to name a Jersey-themed strain, what would it be called? Uh, um, We're going to go around the table with this one. Oh, so let, you want, let me be last. You guys go No, 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 no. no. You, ju you jumped in first. Okay, fine. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, there's a couple. I would do uh, Passaic River Skunk. And then I would also do, um, I would do, I, you'd have to name it for the local, the local terroir, right? So it's the Passaic, okay. Passaic River Valley and, uh, in the local terroir in Jersey, if it's not, uh, if it's not, uh, the Hudson River, um, I'd probably say, uh, something down in the Cranberry land, uh, like South Jersey, like, uh, like, um, uh, I don't know what escapes me, like the. Uh, the Kush out of the uh, what's it called? The boonies. What's it called? The trees down there. Stockton. What's that area part of New Jersey? The pine no barren. Pine barren Kush. Yeah, That's sure. what it is. The pine barren. Like Sorry, I'm a little high right now. Three bad <laughs> Three bad I didn't know it was that hot of a question. Hold no, I just Jeez, but, no, I haven't even thought to this for years, and then I lost my train of thought. Just, everything fell apart. I need another dab. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, Evan, what about you? Um. Mine isn't isn't as creative, but I would probably just do exit nine because that's my exit. Whoa, intense, <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> um, wow, really? Come on, man. Booby Kush, Booby Kush. All right, Leo. Leo doesn't partake, by the way, in cannabis. Uh, he uh, does use CBD. Yeah, but come on, Leo. If you uh, were going to name it, Jersey Devil Ganja. Wow! See, you were on this almost close to me because see, now I'm a I'm a sports fan, so I would be uh, something along the, along the lines of like the Devil's Breath. Oh for, well, that yeah, that's clever. You know, that's pretty good. There's the Devil. It's good. You know. You know, kind of getting that little teamy. I mean, I would go football, but you know, eh, you know. Wait, next next question, bud. Next question. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> move on. Uh, Christ, what are you doing? The, uh, your candid opinion on cookies: the corporation, not the strain. Oh man, Gee, you are asking me all. Who, who asked that? Can I know who asked that? Because that's an intense question. Right uh, the now. American one. Oh man, this person is just there to. Just I mean, I'll, I'll, I could answer some like less relevant shit, probably. But like, I think it's interesting. <laughs> that like, I think it's interesting that there's a brand like Cookies that exists. That's like kind of a national brand. That's a massive fucking brand and super valuable itself. Um, that's straight up cannabis. Like, I think there's a lot of people trying to achieve that, and they're like the only ones who have. Look, I gotta say, as a marketing guy who's, who's yeah, that's in, in market yeah. as as a marketing guy who's done marketing in cannabis, because you know, exactly, I, I've done a lot of that as well. I mean, look, their their marketing game at Cookies is is up. Like, their yeah. shit is fire. Their packaging is uniform. If you if you see their brand, you know exactly what it is. No matter you see that color, they've already associated that damn Pantone blue to their brand, and you know it. You see it. You think cookies. So I mean, they've done a very good job. They're a fantastic marketing machine. I bid them well. Their wheat is is very good. I can't deny that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's not good. They source very good flour. But uh, but at the end of the day, uh, they're the corporate underlords. A couple other names for Jersey came in. Uh, Swamp Ass for Jersey. Uh, <laughs> Pine Barrens. Uh, there was another. Hold on, let me find Somebody it. just said, just call it Ugg. Just call it Ugg. And the deeper it is, the deeper the Ugg goes. Uh, we got Darren Stephen Miller in the chat. Fuggers, look at the head Darren. on these guys. <laughs> Uh, ben Graham for you is asking, what was your biggest surprise learning doing the tours? Everyone. Okay. So this is, an, this is right off the top of my head. Uh, everyone has a different idea of what a weed tour is. 
So the biggest thing I learned is like setting expectations is that you have to set them very clearly. Otherwise, no one really knows what a weed tour, what they're getting into. A lot of people don't even read the website. They just buy the fucking thing and show up and like, I'm here for a weed tour. And I'm like, do you know what you're doing today? And they're just like, no, just bought these tickets on Groupon or something. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> so, uh, but no, very honestly, I love, I love that. I love the zero expectations customer because it allows me to really blow their minds in ways that they, they're not expecting, right. um, you know, but that's, I think it's really cool. Uh, the one thing I've learned is that because it's such a nascent uh, sub industry of tourism, sub industry of cannabis, little niche little thing. Um, it's kind of whatever you want it to be. It's whatever we want to make of it. I mean, like Evan and I, I think we've executed, you know, four or five or six different models of tours um, aside from private events and such and, and certain private things that we do for, we've done for people. But I think these publicly facing tour models, they're, you know, the six that stuck amongst hundreds that we've thought of, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people have come at us with some fantastic ideas and people uh, have come at us with, you know, some outlandish ideas, but there's merit in everything, right? Mm -hmm. we, we've taken a little bit of here and a little bit of that, a little bit of this and a little bit of that uh, from here and there. So it just, it makes it so that uh, keeping the tours fresh and keeping the, the material fresh, uh, it makes it so I don't have to do tour the same tour, you know, 50 times in a month. Also, um, Victor said totally correctly, like I agree, um, that what we're doing in California could easily be done in pretty much any legal state. Um, if anybody wants help in doing that, you know, you could also reach out and I think we'd be like happy to yeah. help you. Actually, Ben Graham, for you just asked, I want to do a tour in my state. Can I hook up with you for consulting? All day. That's how we've been keeping alive the past few months is just that, you know? So I got a go. yeah. I got yeah, a dorky yeah. question for Evan really quick. Uh SEM Rush or AHRFs? <laughs> um we use SEM Rush. There we go. Nice. <laughs> but I but I also haven't I don't have enough experience with it. Is that a fucking geek thing? I mean I, I said it's a, I yeah. said it's a dork <laughs> question. <laughs> it went, it went. If you want to get into SEO, it's an SEO, two SEO tools. If you want to get into SEO, I will geek out with you for hours on that separately. SEO is honestly the yeah the, the name of the game uh, when it comes to the tours too, for sure. That's like yeah, we're basically an SEO like you got to be an SEO company if you want to be a tour company, kind of. Totally. Uh, American One, do these guys like sun grown over indoor cultivated cannabis? No, time and place, friend. Time and place. There's a time <laughs> for everything and a place for everything. Um, I like indoor <laughs> cannabis. I like, okay. Um, he's moving. I'm serious. <laughs> this was so serious, too. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm being dead serious. Look, I love indoor cannabis. It is a different beast than outdoor cannabis. You, um, the, the way it's grown, the control you need over the environment, um, I think they are equally difficult and challenging to grow in their own various and you know various in their own respectful respects, right? In their own ways. Mm -hmm. Damn, I need another, I need another bongrep, guys. Um, <laughs> but um, I prefer on. If, 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 if it's available to me, I'll smoke some of the finest indoor I can find. But I also, like I said earlier, I, I you know, I like the outdoor, the outdoor flower um, and the, even the, the light depths. They just have a hardier uh, formation of the, you know, of the flower that the smoke's a little, a little denser for me. Uh, it really depends on, on the grower as well and what they actually producing. But, um, I, you know, I, I think there's time and place. Everything's Everything's got a time and a place, and indoor and outdoor are time and place issues. Uh, one thing I want to note, I want to go back and call out that I did misspeak earlier. I said that uh, Oakland had legalized mushrooms. They had, in fact, decriminalized magic mushrooms. Gotcha. Point. Mike Rosati says, Emerald Cup just added an indoor category. And uh, the American one says, Victor is the most diplomatic guest ever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ben Graham, for you, asks, uh, how about no-till herb? Oh, no-till herb. Oh, this is crazy. Okay. So if you don't know what no-till uh, cannabis is, it's uh, 
Um, more often than not, it's known as Hoogle culture. I believe I nailed it. Um, and what it is, is your farmer will take his compost for the year, his, his or her compost, their compost to be, you know, to be correct in identity politics. Um, they're, <laughs> they will take their compost and they will kind of like build little mounds of it and like little use like sticks and stuff to like encase the mounds and Basically, they build or they mycelialize uh, the ground, you know, and everything breaks down into the ground. And they, they, there's really no shovel in the process of growing cannabis. Um, the ground, then, if it's done really well, uh, the ground will take on uh, a little layer of mycelia. And uh, this, this bacteria, this, this fungus will break down everything that's been composted over the winter. And then in the, in the spring, you just kind of plug seeds along this mycelia and give it some water and watch it grow, 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 but you never use a shovel. You never you never till the soil. It's that's why it's called no till. So it's it's pretty cool stuff. Uh, we do we there are farmers that we have visited uh, their properties. Uh, one that I uh, let me uh, Alpenglow Farms in Humboldt County in Benbow, Sohum, Southern Humboldt. Um, they uh, uh, the folks over there are growing some fantastic coyote blue. And some other, you know, legendary strains that uh, uh, that are grown in Hugel culture. Um, scary enough, I have a uh, addition to to that. Uh, my dad was the old farmer, and uh, he would grow on a uh, on an incline, and he'd put mm-hmm. his compost and manure up at the top of the incline. So as mm-hmm. it rained, everything went down. So right. he wasn't adding anything to it, and yeah, he had an amazing uh, grow. Yeah, there's all kinds of like, you know, you know, the, the, the culture of of bringing these techniques, you know, growing cannabis is not something that's kind of new. I mean, people have been growing cannabis domestically here in the United States for at the very least uh, since the not late, late, late 1950s, early 1960s. Um, you know, people came back from Vietnam and got emblazoned to continue to grow cannabis. People left San Francisco in the back to the land movement after the summer of love to grow cannabis. Um, you know, one of the t- stories we tell on our tours is, uh, you know, the stories of, uh, you know, back in the day, the free paper and the hate, uh, hate Ashbury district of San Francisco had uh, little ads uh, and these little ads said, you know, come up to come up to Humboldt. You know, uh, you get a parcel uh, balloon payment to do at the end of the harvest. And, you know, you take a, these kids would like take, you know, take a chance and drive up to Humboldt and meet this guy named Bob McKee, who's still alive today in his 90s. Uh, I'd meet him up in the White Thorn Valley and they'd get a slice of land and they'd work the land and the their, their balloon payment for rent would come in at the end of the at the end of the harvest when they sold their crop. And that's how people got around, got by in the light in the late 60s, early 70s. And uh, so that was really the beginnings of the Emerald Triangle was the beginnings of the Back to the Land movement. Interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we do fucking tours over here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, You're sitting here like, yeah, we're at that fucking library. We're fucking smoking weed, having a good time. Smile or something. <laughs> uh, Darren says, when will California allow RSO to be sold in oral syringe instead of pill syringe. form? Sur- syringe, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, it can be sold in an oral syringe. Um, no, if, he, if, yeah, if he's asking that question, then it probably isn't. Um, Darren... Google Darren Stephen Miller after the show, but he was affiliated with Tyson Ranch. But but they, but then okay, so if it just changed like this week, no, like, I don't it, know when it changed. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure at the shop 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 seller so Rick Simpson oil is sold some form of it is sold uh, in syringes. No, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Not maybe sure. because maybe because of the um, milligram no. limit. Milligram limits. That's that's a different that story. Sense. That would make sense. That would make sense. Yeah. Good question though. Yeah, good question. I'll follow. Yeah. Uh, the American one wants to know: Have they tasted aquaponicsly grown cannabis? Uh, aquaponics, like not straight aquaponics, um, but I've I've definitely tr- you know dro- uh, smoked hydro. Like hydro is pretty common. Right. Um, uh, but when when I when you say aquaponics, I hear fish 
swimming underneath my weed plants, and I don't think that's what I've ever smoked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, but I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's supposed I've to be smoked, really healthy. You know what that means? I'm pretty sure I've smoked uh, weed that's been that like um, that's been you know fertilized with some form of like composted human waste. I think that's a thing. Really? I mean, don't get me wrong. This, this is fuck California. Anything's anything's possible. So uh, it's like true zombie weed. Yeah. Uh, right. Shitty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I don't think it has to be. I don't think the fish have to be in the actual like right below the plants, but I think it has to be basically like fish shit um, fed. Right. Right. Use for, the water from the fish tank. The pig uh, feeds yeah. the plants. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Feeds the plant. yeah. 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 And Ben Graham yeah. for you says, uh, high milgram okay for medical still, maybe 1K, 2K milgram for things like RSO in California. Yeah, the high, that's the thing. Like, if you're getting RSO and you don't have a medical card, like, friend, let me introduce you to the internet and a credit card. Um, because the medical cards are, like, easy to you just go online and talk to the doctor over your phone. And uh, you'll get the medical card that allows you to purchase the higher limit stuff. And that stuff is super, you know, valuable for people who are sick and those products are on the market and they are great. And uh, so if you can, if you can get them, you know, um, you know, I, look, I come from the outlaw days. If you can't find it on the market, make it yourself, find somebody who can make it, you right. know, yeah. this is how this all came about. Nobody was, yeah. nobody, there was no, there were no rules to play by before. Now no. there are rules. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Yep. Just don't be an ass. It should be legal, though. I mean, that's a good, like, if that's not legal, that's a solid, like, thing to point out because it's yeah, totally true. true. But in right. the meantime, I wouldn't let it stop you, personally. Yeah. The American one says, I have references of pharmaceutical companies creating strains for American cultivation in the 1920s, so well before 1950. Um, next question. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, life versus law, law yep. correct, Vic? Yep. So, um, so yeah, so um, when we uh, we're hoping to like by twenty twenty one, maybe by the fall, uh, we'll have a critical mass of uh, enough people that are you know vaccinated and not dying on a daily basis from the shit COVID shit um, that we'll be able to unlock, uh, being able to go back on tour, and so when when that happens. We'll be ready with a slate of products for the harvest, and I think we're uh, we're super excited to um, actually see what this year brings. I mean, there's a lot right. of a lot of um, change right now in the cannabis space. Right, right. I'm starting to feel a lot of positive energy, though. With cannabis? Years, no, no, no. Just with in everything. general, from people, because the year's coming to a close, and I'm starting to feel positive energy. I think so too. I think there's a lot of positivity as we come. You know, as you come to the close of a year, there's definitely a, a proverbial closing of a chapter, kind of start of a new one. Very, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of things happening right now, um, you know, uh, both uh, politically and socially. And uh, and I think that uh, this this end of year feeling is going to be good. I got to tell you, if it had not been for cannabis being made an essential service in California, and I think that's the story of the year. Right. Like that's. That's that's where we should be. That's what we should be talking about. We should be talking about like cannabis saved us through the pandemic. Right. Like that's mm -hmm. that's where, you know, and, and now more states are realizing that and you're starting to see uh, people, you know, coming on, you know, people, states coming online, uh, states making exceptions for cannabis businesses due to the nature of the covid restrictions. So I, I think it's nice that we're all being taken really fucking seriously now. Right? Yep. We went from not being taken seriously at all to being taken very seriously. Very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah, but the, posi the, posi yeah, the positivity, man, I got to tell you, had it not been for the weed, man, had it not been for this, this, this oh. sacred fucking plant that I love and live by every day, I don't know what I'd be – I don't know where I'd be today. You know, honestly, like uh, – you know, um, Evan's got a story. You've got a story. Anybody who smokes cannabis is a story of what this plant and its potential really is right. and what it can do for you. Um, but, uh, you know, 
it's all sacred to me and, and to us in a very unique and special way. And I think that's what makes it such an underlying common denominator for society. So I think to, to, to piggyback on your, on your point, uh, Jeff, like, you know, let that positive feeling kind of mm-hmm. uh, come through and show through and let's, let's kind of thank cannabis for a great 2020 better than it could have been. Oh, yeah. Better. Oh, no. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it will be better and it will have I, more cannabis. cannabis I feel like there's better. more positivity, like, um, with everything, too. Like, I'm just excited to travel again and just, like, get back to California as an example. I think there's just, like, a lot of people who've been cooped up for a long time who are just ready to, like, have a lot events. of fun. I, I want events. Yeah. Yeah, yeah events are going to be interaction. Yeah, and look, and look, and then we'll be there to catch that. We'll be there to, to jump on that because, again, a lot of what we do at Emerald Farm Tours has been putting on events for people, like not just, you know, tours. Tours are events for people, but I, I think uh, a lot of times when we've been called out for corporate gigs and stuff, it's it's to, it's to put on, uh, you know, uh, weed events are in high demand is basically what I'm saying. Like, and they were in high demand before. They're going to be in high demand going forward. They're going to look and feel a little different. We're not all going to be passing joints. We're all not going to be smoking from the same pipe with, uh, without you know cleaning it with a disinfectant wipe or something. So again, we are all going to be experiencing life a little bit differently as cannabis consumers. Uh, but again, when this rebounds, yeah, when this rebounds, it'll be you know I read somewhere on a, in an article that we're going to experience like a roaring twenties s kind of rebound when everybody when this when we come out of the out of the haze with this. Pardon the the, the silly pun. But, um, but when we all come out and emerge from this, uh, we're going to see the cannabis industry blow up and kind of we're going to see different things happen. People, this is all life will return. We will all return to normal. Everything will return to some state of normalcy for us. This is not the end of the world. Hang on to your pre-roll. Hang on to your bong. Hang on to whatever your loved ones. And uh, we'll make it through this together. And it'll be cool, man. I like it. Nicely said. Yeah, very well said. I think that uh, I think that's the cake topper right there. <laughs> what do you think? Where do I, where do I send the bill? Uh, Leo. You're going to send it to this, with this guy down here. Yeah. Uh, William says uh, California just issued an indefinite lockdown and stay-at-home orders just a little while ago. Yeah. I mean, look. I don't even know what the hell does a lockdown mean like what does this mean like life is I again, I'll try it Every, like everything's going on we're just doing it like more judiciously more carefully you know mm-hmm. um, you can't you can't stop I mean look I am super about following the rules when I need to follow the rule don't get me wrong like there are certain rules that need to be followed and frankly I don't need you spitting in my face stay the fuck away um, six feet, you know, something like that, two meters, whatever you, whatever you prefer. Um, but you know, ultimately like I would like to see us kind of return to some semblance of, of normalcy with some semblance of common sense, right? Like this, this, we have to be vigilant going forward, but how do we get there? How do we get to the, to the safe place again? And I think that it needs to be a common sense approach, uh, much in the way we've had a common sense approach, we've wanted a common sense approach to our cannabis policy, right? We want a common sense approach mm-hmm. to our health policy, and we want it to be reasonable. And look, my my business, Evan's business, our business has been shut down since end of February, you know, beginning right. of March. We were told like you can't operate, mm-hmm. so like this sucks. But you know what? You always got trap life. <laughs> it's also yeah, it's pandemic, so. Yeah. Wow, is what it is. Okay, so as as Leo always says, I think my food is ready. (laughs) Yeah, that was the inside joke in the hidden digs you missed, Victor. Uh, Yeah, right right, right around uh, five past eight, ten past eight. Jeff's like, um, he's got to go. I got to smell my food cooking. I got, I got to go. Wrap this shit (laughs) up for me. (laughs) So on that note, Leo. Yes, sir. Do you think think? so? Okay, I want to thank everybody for watching us this uh, fine evening. And to learn more about Emerald Farm Tours, there's information shown us down below or above, depending on what where you're watching or listening to us. Uh, for me, my name's Leo Pond. Just Google me. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. 
but I run a little podcast network called The Dorkening Podcast Network, and you can head on over to thedorkening.com for more information on all the shows on our network, and I'm going to be looking for new shows in uh, 2021, so if you have a podcast and you're looking for a network to join, hit me up. And uh, with that, uh, we will start with Evan. Where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Um, I guess Facebook. That's my name. I think I'm the only Evan Isson, so Facebook me. Okay. Or LinkedIn. Either way, I'm good on both. Sounds good. Victor. Instagram, Emerald Farm Tours. He's muted, I think. Nope. No, I heard him. Nope, you got me. And Instagram, (laughs) at Emerald Farm Tours. And uh, you also have a website, emeraldfarmtours.com. Dot com. And be sure to check out our YouTube. Be sure to pound that like button and subscribe down below. Cool beans. Jeffrey. What's happening? Thank you, guys. Great job. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was a good show. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> Where the fucking gummies kicking? Oh, that was a while ago. <laughs> He's having a stroke. God damn it. Somebody get us Oh, uh, I just want to button here. Everybody watching, uh, we're going to be doing no- doing another stream in about 45 minutes. Uh, Stan Bush is going to be joining us, and he's responsible for the music behind uh, the movie Bloodsport and Transformers the movie. So I just want to get that plug in. Get that nice plug, plug in. Yeah. Get that, get that plug in, Leo. <laughs> uh, Benjamin. Yeah. Oh, Jeff never finished. Oh, but sorry, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Please stop sorry, talking. I, my Bluetooth, I think, was like disconnected, so I don't know what you were just saying if it was to me. No, he said quiet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fantastic. Uh, just, I, my Bluetooth just like stopped working. It's all good, man. It's all good. It wouldn't be. Uh, it wouldn't be a live show if something didn't happen, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. <laughs> so, as far as us, um, we're on every social media platform you can think of. Uh, Toking with the Dead on Facebook, still Toking with mostly everywhere else. Stilltoking.com is the website, which is up and running. You can find everything about us that you want to know, including uh, new releases of the comics, uh, collectibles and merchandise, the filming, moving forward with shows, blah, 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 blah. Same old stuff. So, not really. Um, we're looking forward to season two starting next week. Uh, we want to thank Victor and Evan for being here tonight and crushing the season finale with us. We appreciate that. Wish them all the well. To all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can come up here and do what we do. We love you. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. Peace. Bye. A mild acceptance, my free mind will keep me from under your spell. And when we die, you'll be another angel in heaven, but me, I'll be. A fucking legend 